welcome to this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker, and we're here today with Lauren Gelden, the creator of Nordport, the cheeseball company. I met her during a recent trail in downtown Bethlehem, and we'll talk about that more in a bit. Nordport is a food manufacturing business based out of Allentown, Pennsylvania, that specializes in selling cheese balls to wineries, breweries, distilleries, and you. Their mission is to provide an in-house food option to local businesses to reduce reliance on food trucks when they aren't around and ensure there's always packaged, ready-to-go food for consumers. Nordport was created based off of a need. Basically, you're going to a winery, maybe there isn't a food truck available, but the winery, the brewery still wants to have uh, quality food for their customers. Enter Nordport. It's a great idea. The podcast was recorded live, so we do reference the website, but no worries. You can see all that information at nordport.com or just check out our show notes. It's all in there as well. Thank you to our sponsors, ArtsQuest, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, and Michael Bernadette with Remax Realtors. All of their information is in our show notes. They support us and allow us to do this, and we want you to get involved as well. Whether you want to sponsor one episode, a whole month, we have a lot of options. Check out our show notes or email me directly, george at leahvalleywithlovemedia.com. But more importantly, we're here today to talk about cheese balls with Lauren Gelden of Northport, a cheese ball company. All right. Hello, everybody. As you can see, we're looking over this delicious website. Um, we have a fun little live podcast here. It's always fun to be able to get these in. Today, we are with Lauren from uh, Northport. Uh, she's the creator of Northport, the cheese ball company. I met her during a recent trail in downtown Bethlehem. And this was just, there was so much going on here. It was just interesting. And the fact that she's local uh, was interesting as well. And I wanted to find out more about this. So without further ado, Lauren, hello and welcome. Let's get this out of here for a second. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Uh, I love how this stuff works. Like we literally, I was upstairs at Plants Plus Vintage on, on Main Street for, you know, downtown Bethlehem Trail. And you were in there, you know, giving away samples and selling uh, Northport products. And we're just like, hey, this would work out. We should connect one day. And here we are. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate sure, it. Sure. Thanks for the opportunity. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself to begin as a, a, a business owner. Like how long, well, let, let's start a little bit before that. Are you from the Lehigh Valley originally or? I am. I am. So I was born and raised in Whitehall, Pennsylvania. So yes, from exactly. the Valley. All right. And was cheeseballing something you've always had a passion for? Or like, what, what did you like, what did you originally like go to school for? And Sure, sure. Absolutely. So no, cheese balls uh, kind of started a little later, later in life. Yeah. Yes, later in life. Um, <laughs> my background, actually, I my bachelor's degree is in social work. Um, I minored in art. I actually started in school for fashion design. Um, okay. I then had a career change and went back to school for my master's in social work. And I actually work as a hospice social worker. Um, so I care for people who are um, you know, at the end of end stages of their life and providing mm -hmm. comfort and care throughout that process. Um, and kind of what led to cheese balls through grad school, I made cupcakes um, for weddings and events. Um, so there was okay. always definitely like a creative piece of uh, was that something that you would do is kind of like, I, I just enjoy doing this. And I, I, I want to be able to see if there's somebody who could benefit from it. Sort of kind like crafty. Of, yeah. 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 
Yeah, it kind of, the cupcake thing kind of started as a side job throughout grad school. Um, I mm -hmm. was working at Lehigh Valley Hospital as a medical case manager, but I kind of still wanted a creative outlet. So that's kind of how cupcakes came to be. Um, and then really the cheese ball started, um, it's interesting. I was going to go back to school for my PhD in social work with my goal to teach, you know, college level education and okay. COVID happened. And right. I kind of took a step back and reevaluated a lot of different things. Um, I think we had, as a hospice social worker, I had a ton of exposure just to how COVID was affecting the community um, and what that looked like. And I needed, right. especially early on, like what yeah. was probably affecting you is more than anybody in that. Correct. Um, Correct. Right. Demographic. Yeah. Right. Um, and it kind of just led me to reevaluate like what I wanted in my future. And I needed a creative outlet and Cheese balls were a common thing at parties that I would host. They were well enjoyed. Um, I think really in evaluating. Especially if they look like this too. They like, do. If, yes. Yeah. I mean, who can't, res who can resist this at a wine and cheese party? <laughs> That's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you, I'm sorry. I interrupted you, but oh, yes, no, they, were, okay. they were always common. So was it something where you were, you noticed them and said, I wonder what I could do with that? It kind of was more so, um, it was a snacky food that was well enjoyed. And I would say it really, the idea kind of came about when I would visit wineries and breweries in the area pre-COVID. Um, mm -hmm. And there was really no option for food if a food truck wasn't available. So obviously food trucks are extremely prevalent in, Le prevalent in the Lehigh Valley. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times when you, you know, go to breweries and wineries, even their Instagram and things, you know, they're there from four to nine or a specific time frame. So if you visited these places outside of this time frame, there was extremely limited food options. Um, sure. And, it was like Doritos and right, whatever right. they had. <laughs> right. Right. So I kind of took just like a giant leap of faith and um, yeah, it was like my COVID project. And here we are. How'd you get started? Do you go and, and kind of track down recipes? Do you kind of, you already get a sense of how this is done? Like, did you do research? I don't know. I'm just curious. Sure, sure. No, that's a great question. Um, how did it start? It started with me and my mom in um, our kitchen messing around with cheese ball recipes. So I think within the last um, you know, over a year, I can say that every cheese ball has a base of cream cheese. So that's one thing that's consistent throughout all of them. Okay. Um, look on my website, I make a variety from sweet to savory. And one of the big questions I always get at events is, how is this a dessert cheese ball? Like what type of cheese is in here? Mm -hmm. Um, when you think of a lot of desserts and going back to like my cupcake experience, a lot of, you know, a lot of icings are made with a cream cheese base. So cream cheese and something sweet, um, isn't super rare. So that's kind right. of the savory one or the, the sweet ones stem from. Um, but really, yeah, it, it, it started with looking at, you know, cheese ball recipes that were already out there and then kind of looking at, you know, you need a cheese, you need a cream cheese base. What can you add to them? Um, what's necessary to be in them, what can you, you know, add to them to make them more creative or more flavorful, and that appeals to the audience and the customers that you're seeking. So it kind of, every part of this, I think, was more so, I don't want to say an experiment, but it was new. It was well, new. Sure. It felt like so, I was back in school for something that I never had experience in, really. Was, and that's exciting, too, 
you know, in a way where you're coming up with these. Do, out of these, are these your four main flavors that we're looking at that you sell? So the mammoth and the everything are year round. And okay. then I do seasonal flavors. So the get and go to it and the uh, peppermint twist, those are our winter flavors. Um, and then, so every season there's two that switch out. There's a savory that switches each season, okay. the sweet that switches each season. And what's in, I mean, for, I guess, run me through each one of these. Like what, sure. is, what is in the sure. mammoth? What is it? Yeah. So the mammoth is a sharp cheddar cheese, cheese ball. It is coated in roasted pecans and it is served with, um, pretzel snaps. So that's like our most basic, um, among basic of what like a cheese ball is known to be. So that's why we have it all year round. It's actually larger than all the other ones, which is why it's called the mammoth. Um, that's like, but that's like your standard. If you think of a cheese ball, you know, from I guess your your childhood cheese ball experiences, this would be it. Yeah, that classic yes. flavor. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know so that's mean. like the safe bet when people don't know what to get or they're getting them as gifts or anything. That's like your safe bet cheese ball. <laughs> Perfect. And um, the everything. The everything, I tell people it tastes like an everything bagel. Um, it's definitely our um, fan favorite. It usually is the first to sell out at every event. Um, it's pretty basic, honestly. There's no added cheese. It has a cream cheese base. We mix a little bit of different um, vegetable seasonings to give it some flavor with everything seasoning. And it's coated in everything seasoning. And it's served with little bagel chips. And the what is that, getting goatee with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is our winter seasonal. So it is, um, it has goat cheese in it. It has cranberries in it. Um, some thyme, some garlic. Um, it's coated in pistachios and it's served with garlic bagel chips. Good. And the peppermint, this is when you were talking about maybe now we're going from the one, the mammoth, which is what you think of when you think of cheese balls. And the peppermint twist might be like not what you think of when you think right. of cheese balls. What What is that? So that is our sweet seasonal. Um, it really honestly tastes like a Thin Mint. So for people who love okay. Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies, huh. that's what it tastes like. Um, it's chocolate peppermint and it's coated in crushed candy cane. And then it's served with um, little pretzel twists. Um, so... I never realized until making this, and this go goes back to like the experimenting phase, because right. a lot of times when I make my sweet ones, I, it, there's a thin line between do you pair it with something that's also sweet, like I do a birthday cake one and that's paired with vanilla wafers, or mm -hmm. do you pair it with something that's semi-salty to cut the sweetness? Um, and I never realized until making this one that thin mints actually are semi-salty. Um, which probably makes us more addicted to eating more of them. So it honestly, it really resembles a thin mint. You like crack the code. Yes. <laughs> but that, no, but that is really interesting though. Cause I wouldn't, when you think cheese ball, or at least when I do, I never would have, you know, it makes sense. And I like it. I like the idea of having sweeter type options as well. So I'm going to actually, I had these questions, but your website does it so well. So I'm going to use some of your FAQs sure. on here. So for, People wondering, you know, when where are you uh, preparing all these? Do you have a commercial kitchen? Is that like do you have to do that? I guess when, when you're doing these, this type of product. Yes. So okay. um, to be a food manufacturer, since I am working with a product that needs to be kept cold um, and has specific, you know, temperatures that needs to be kept at, it does need to be make, made out of a commercial kitchen. Um, so I originally, when I started, I rented out of a commercial kitchen in Easton. Um, and I actually came across a commercial kitchen in Allentown, 
um, which was closer and that I work out of currently. Um, and I actually, I'm just going to take a moment to just highlight the commercial kitchen. I think one of sure. the things um, that I love about our kitchen currently is it's out of an organization called The Caring Place. Um, it's owned by a social worker, um, which is near and dear to my heart. So we connected very early on. Um, but she does a ton, a ton, a ton of programs through the Allentown community. COVID-19 has affected a lot of them. Um, but still throughout COVID, when we were in the kitchen working, they were preparing thousands of meals for the inner city Allentown community. And really every cheese ball that I have to go into the kitchen to make, you know, my rent to pay per the kitchen per hour is going back into the Allentown community. So I think that's a super cool little just back hope, door the kitchen we work out of. I show, is this the right one? Is yes, this that's it. Place yeah. for, okay, yay, I got it. So just yeah. as you were talking, so um, I'll put this in the uh, banners here too. If you guys would like to find out more, there you go. Perfect. Thank you so much. So, and so, because you wouldn't, again, I'm not saying you wouldn't, but it, sometimes you don't think about the options that you do have commercial kitchens options for somebody who, uh, like yourself, is looking to do something like this. Um, so, there, would you recommend that to somebody too who's maybe looking to do something similar or within that space that they might need a community kitchen? I never would have thought of uh, the Yes, kitchen. I would. And honestly, there's very limited. Um, there's very limited options in the Lehigh Valley. So that was one of the challenges, I think, when starting this. Like, what type of, where can I find a commercial kitchen that I can rent hourly to make these cheese balls? Because I was not at a level of getting my own space at that point. So um, I never, in my wildest dreams, expected social work and cheese balls to collide. But they have. But here we are. It's amazing. <laughs> So how do you, what is your distribution method? I know that, you know, when we had met, and in fact, I brought this up a little, uh, I guess too quickly, and bring another comment here. Uh, but Thomas Anthony, you were at the Star of Bethlehem, I'm familiar with them, their wine festival. Um, so is that what you're normally doing? Are you doing a lot of events or can, do you also do orders on like a weekly basis or something like that? Sure, sure. So when I started, my goal really was to be a food manufacturing wholesaler. Um, and really just to kind of sell my products wholesale to wineries and breweries in the area. Um, my initial idea was I'm going to make these cheese balls every Friday morning and I'm going to distribute them to whatever wineries and breweries are interested. Um, they can buy them from me wholesale and then they can charge them retail to their customers. Um, okay. During COVID-19, that was very successful because, you know, the uh, Pennsylvania liquor boards required a food purchase with every beverage purchase. So it was right. really me and them, I think. Um, I've seen it since decline, um, or I shouldn't say decline, but decrease. I'm not getting as many orders through that avenue. However, we've kind of expanded into the realm of events. Um, I feel like this whole summer we were doing events every weekend to try to get our names out there uh, or our name out there. We also offer pop-up sales. So I started doing monthly pop-up sales, which entail going to our website. Um, I usually post, you know, when I'm doing the pop-up sale that people usually have, I don't even know, several weeks to place their orders, their pre-orders. And then I usually try to do the pop-up sale around the dates of a specifically this month holidays. So everyone wants them before Christmas to use them as mm -hmm. Christmas gifts or to bring to holiday parties or for New Year's Eve. So I really try to do the pop-up dates that they're picked up, um, you know, around those major events so that people have the cheese balls when they need them. And I look at this one. Do you have a, a pop-up one 
through 1213 and then you have information on your website. I, I do. Have. I do. So a lot of our communication, I think, unfortunately, since we don't have a storefront right now is through social right. media, people following us, word of mouth, um, placing those orders when they need to be placed. Our pop-up sale closes today. So anyone who's interested can still place Perfect. order until midnight. Um, and then the pot, the pickup for this pop-up sale is on Sunday from two to four, um, right before the holiday week. And how does that work out? Do you deliver or do they, is there like a preset place that people Sure. So it's kind of, <laughs> um, it's kind of interesting. So my parents are both hairdressers. They have a business out of Whitehall. Okay. Um, so I kind of sell the, I don't want to say sell them. I kind of distribute the cheese balls out of their parking lot and out of my trunk. <laughs> I, I love it though. It's so like authentic, you know, uh, we're trying, we're trying. Um, so yes. And it, you know, I really, honestly, it's fun during the holidays. I try to blast like Christmas music out of my car trunk and people pick them up and I get to, you know, interact with my customers and it's, it's always nice to see repeat customers and things like that. So it's not the perfect situation right now, but it works. Right. But you were, and I want to bring a picture up on here just so you can kind of get an idea of what, now, do they always come in this type of packaging? Um, you can see that you're holding, what do you, what would you call that? Like a container with the cheese ball. <laughs> yes, on I top. guess yeah. the pre, yes. Yeah, so they're like pre-contained. So right. I think one of the things, so yes, currently that is how they come packaged. Um, our 2022 goal right now is that's what we're working on currently. So, um, and I can get into that a little bit later, but yes, they all come. I think what makes our product kind of unique right now is that it's a cheese ball, but it's also paired with this cracker and it has a wooden spoon in it. So you can literally eat it like on the go. If you want, you can throw it in your bag and bring it to a party. You can give it as a gift, um, for breweries and wineries. You don't It's like an on the go cheese ball is just like, it's decadent, you know, it's something you never thought you would need or have the opportunity to have. But if you have that container where you can easily, and then like, again, I can bring this up. You have all the pretzels in the bottom there and the cheese ball on top. And then you're able to, like you said, have the wooden spoon. Perfect. Perfect festival walking around, you know, um, sampler. Thank you. <laughs> is that your design or is that something that you've seen other... No, I mean, so it just actually, makes so much sense. I can take credit for designing the actual packaging because it's sold. Um, okay. However, that probably was the thing that took me the longest when starting this. Um, how can I package these cheese balls? Yeah. How can I... Because um, usually it's like a large circle, right? Like right. a cheese ball and it's like that big. Right. right. And it's vacuum sealed or whatever, you know. And um, yeah, so that was definitely... One thing that I really wanted was that the cracker was paired with the cheese ball, that if breweries and wineries were distributing them, that they didn't need to touch the food product because during COVID, that was something that was super important to me. Um, and I then I just kind of played around with what packaging was out, not packaging, but what different elements were available on the market and how they could be paired properly to be able to contain the product. And then experimenting with how long the product lasted, lasted in a refrigerator in the packaging and things like that. Sorry, I'm just looking through. Oh, and that comes, are these? Yeah. We have to make an order. Like you <laughs> said, it's the last day. Um, so tell me, before we get into, we were talking, we were, I know that we're going to talk about everything that's going to go on. I think I got too far ahead because I wanted to bring in uh, Norton to begin. So 
Can you tell us a little bit about Norton himself? And does he is he allowed to eat cheese balls? I don't know. I know dogs can't <laughs> eat grapes and chocolate. So uh, I yes, I can tell you a little bit about Norton. So he is my rescued Labradoodle. He's almost three years old. He is at doggy daycare today because I don't want him to interrupt our podcast. Uh. <laughs> We should have a, like a, a video at doggy daycare too. I know, I know. We should have put it in. Put in. Next time. Um, interestingly enough, when trying to create this business, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out the name. And a lot of times when you're talking about cheese, things can become very cheesy or yeah. corny. Um, yeah. And it's really hard to come up with a clever name that just works with cheese. Um, coincidentally, so Norton has many nicknames. So I call him Nort, um, then I call him Porter. Sometimes I call him Norty Port or Nortport. And Port is very associated with port wine cheese. Right. So it yep. kind of worked. So he's our little, like the little mascot kind of. Um, he is in many details of my website and just the packaging of our products. There's a little Norton sticker on the top because who doesn't love a dog? Um, and right. yeah, it's just a mascot. conversation starter. Right. Well, and it, is, it doesn't come off, like you said, cheesy. Like, it, it does have that more astute kind of uh, vibe to it, especially if we're going to be doing, uh, you know, at these at different types of pairings and stuff. So it's not just, you know, the restaurants themselves buying these, I guess, in, in bulk, but it is, you know, people who just want to have, try something new or are just having smaller parties as well, correct? Correct. And what do we have? Again, I'm, I'm going to assume as we get into out of the winter and into uh, the, the spring, you're going to have different types of uh, recipes coming up. Like, what are you looking forward to doing or accomplishing in sure. 2022? Absolutely. So currently we have four different cheese balls for every season. So okay. 2021, we finally got all of our four seasonals for every season. So that was definitely a goal of mine um, because then, you know, we can build on from there. Um, I'm, and I'm looking at, um, you said the taco one with Fritos yeah. is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the taco Thanks, one Thomas. is a big seller. So spring is, um, a taco cheese ball. It comes with Fritos. It's gluten-free. It's one of the only ones that are gluten-free. Um, and then it, my savory one is, um, some more of what? So anyone who knows the Sandlot gets that. Um, yeah. but it's a s'mores cheese ball and it is paired Ooh. with, um, graham cracker pretzels. And do you, are you looking to kind of, I mean, we talked about how, you know, you work closely with your parents and you have a commercial kitchen and you're kind of doing some of the stuff on the fly. Are you looking to see where your business can go? Is that I, something that you're open to? I am. So goal, and I, I apologize, George, you asked me what the goals were and I went okay, off. Yeah. I went off I was okay, no, no, it's fun. <laughs> no, that's part of the goals, right? More it flavors. Is. Um, our, one of our goals this year is I would like to, my hope is to uh, come up with a Valentine's day cheese ball. That can be a really good pairing with wine, um, mm -hmm. that can be offered in, in some of the little local wineries. So that's our hope to do that. Um, my focus really in 2022 is packaging. Um, there's, okay. um, and I don't want to put too much out there, but we are trying to really, extend our shelf life. So right now I usually tell people the cheese balls are good for around two to two and a half weeks. Um, is that refrigerated? Do you, do you need correct, to refrigerate them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, my goal is um, at least a month to a month and a half. So we're 
you know, in contact. Is that just what, like tighter, um, like more airtight packaging type Correct. deal? Correct. Okay. So we're looking forward to more airtight packaging um, to our products actually being tested to determine the moisture levels and different things like that. And oh, to wow. really okay. people specialized to do this every day to tell us how long our product actually, what the actual shelf like life would be. Um to hope, hopefully expand into more retail. Um, I actually did start up Lehigh Valley through the factory. I don't know if you're familiar. Sure, absolutely. Um, right over the river for me. Right yes, now. yes. So they did, um, it was like a Lehigh Valley shark tank that I did a couple months ago. And my goal really there was to find the funding to hire a food engineer at that point to help with the packaging. So my goal then would be to kind of grow and expand. If they have a longer shelf life, um, I think it's going to appeal more to breweries and wineries to want to get them because they can sure. stay in the refrigerator for much longer than if it's only you know, doing weekly orders, um, and to be able to expand into, into some other avenues that we're, we're hoping to expand into. I did, it's such like a fun festival idea too, like to have, like to go up and get that cheese ball. Cause it comes with everything. I mean, you, I know, you know, this, you, you did it, but just to be able to go and then sit with everybody. Cause it's a, like a sharing type food as well. Um, that you don't have to come back with all of this stuff when you know uh we go to different places there's so much to carry so. yes yes that's Love our it. that was our goal so yeah that's the hope all right well i want to say well make sure everyone can uh, check out the website one more time oops Wrong button. and so you can still place orders on here um and again you have your pop-up sale going through today today at hmm? today at midnight so get those orders in uh, Lauren, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you. I'm glad that we exchanged business cards. So I that am we can pop on here. Well, yeah, I'm so yeah. happy for and, you to get the word out. And as we get into the spring or, or things that you're doing, please be sure to, to let us know. We'll, we're going to be going live at a bunch of different places, so we'd love to jump in if we're, we're available. So Okay, that would be awesome. Thank you. All right. Lauren, owner of Northport. Visit northport.com. Stay on the line here for a little bit. But okay. everybody else, thank you for... Um, visiting with us on a uh, early week this week. Thanks everybody. We'll talk thank to you soon. You. One more thank you to Lauren of Northport, northport.com. Everything's in the show notes. Thank you to our sponsors, Arts Quest, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, and of course, Michael Bernadine with Remax Realty. Listen, we're looking for more sponsors. We, we want to get our name out there more. We want to work with more people, or if you want to be on the show, get in touch with us. We appreciate it. We appreciate everybody who listens and all your support. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. for a bigger home? Find Mike. Looking to downsize? Find Mike. Looking for a home in the Poconos? Find Mike. Looking for your very own bat cave? Find Mike. When looking to navigate the Lehigh Valley real estate market, the first move is to always find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. He can help you build the right game plan to achieve all your real estate goals. Whether it be a home with 10 bathrooms, a home with a large garage to park your Tesla or vintage Ford Pinto, or just something perfect for you and your family, finding Mike Bernadine is always the best way to go. So what are you waiting for? 
make all your Lehigh Valley real estate dreams come true, all you have to do is find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate.